Catholic History Trek, a podcast exploring the Catholic past. On October 4th, 1582, the great mystic and reformer of the Carmelite order, St. Teresa of Avila, became mortally ill. She died that night, either just before or just after midnight, which means she died either on October 4th or on October 15th. 1582. You see, there was no October 5th, 1582, at least not in Spain, and here's why. Much of the world, certainly Western-influenced nations such as the United States, marked the passage of time according to the calendar established under the Roman Empire. Thus, for example, our months are named after Roman gods. There were various reforms of the calendar over the centuries, the main one occurring under Julius Caesar in the first century B.C., giving us what is called the Julian calendar. This was in use throughout Christian Europe all the way down to the 16th century. Now, the Roman scientists had done remarkably well in coordinating the calendar with the cycle of seasons so that the solar year or tropical year matched up closely with the calendar year. What I mean by that is, for example, the spring equinox when the equator passes across the sun's geometric center is supposed to be March 20th the point at which day and night are of equal duration, as here in the northern hemisphere, the time of sunlight is getting longer as we emerge from winter. For consistency's sake, you want this to be at about the same time every year. If it were too far off, then the equinox would gradually drift. Eventually, December would be situated in the old April, and you'd never have a white Christmas. As I say, the Romans did a good job, but over a period of centuries, even the tiniest discrepancy can result in substantial error. The Julian calendarists had calculated that the solar year is 365.25 days long. So they would add an extra day every four years, leap days and leap years as we call them, and voila, we keep things even. In fact, however, the year is 365.2425 days long. The Romans were off by 7.51 thousandths of a day. Like I said, it's a small discrepancy, but over the course of more than a thousand years, There were 10 extra days, and the calendar year and the solar year were getting farther out of sync each year. Scott and I have mentioned before the close relationship of science and religion, and this calendar issue is a great example. You see, the church was especially interested in the dating of the equinox, because the principal feast of the church's liturgical calendar, Easter, the Feast of the Resurrection, was celebrated each year using a calculation based on the timing of the equinox. As the centuries passed and the divergence became more noticeable, advances in astronomy meant that the precision with which the solar year could be calculated was also increasing. A famous figure here is, of course, Nicholas Copernicus, a Catholic official, a canon in Poland, who in the early 1500s made important astronomical observations and proposed theories about the heavens, including heliocentrism, the sun being at the center of our solar system. In the 1540s, the Council of Trent, the reforming council that was called in response to the Protestant Reformation, authorized the reform of the calendar. But that reform was not immediately put into effect. In May of 1572, Hugo Boncompagni became Pope, taking the name Gregory XIII. Gregory was a strong proponent of the Tridentine reforms. He was, for example, a champion of the Discalced Carmelites, the renewed version of the Carmelite order spearheaded by St. John of the Cross and the aforementioned Teresa of Avila. 
So Gregory also took up the calendar problem. An Italian physician and astronomer, Aloysius Lilius, had proposed a solution. Reduce the number of leap years over the course of four centuries from 100 to 97. So the new rule would be that leap years would only apply to century years, 1700, 1800, 1900, if those years were also divisible by 400. This is why we had a leap year in the year 2000, though we won't in the year 2100. Some people think leap years are every four years, but that's not quite true. Almost always every four years. Lilius died in 1576, but his proposal was taken up by Christopher Clavius, a German Jesuit mathematician and astronomer, who was appointed to the calendar commission by Gregory XIII. Clavius taught at the Jesuit University in Rome, which was expanded by Gregory and has borne his name ever since, the Pontifical Gregorian University, or the Greg for short. If you want to find out more about either the Jesuits or Pontifical Universities, We've got podcast episodes on those topics. By 1582, Clavius's commission was ready to roll. On February 24th, the Pope issued a papal bull, Inter Gravissimas. The edict called for the implementation of the new leap year scheme, which would help to keep the tropical year lined up with the calendar year. But to make it all work, there was need for a one-time correction to remove the extra days that had built up since the days of the early church. The Pope called for the new calendar to be implemented in October, with the ten days to be carved out of the middle of the month. Therefore, the day after October 4th would be October 15th. So that's what happened, with one qualification. Although the Pope's plan was scientifically sound, it was also perceived to be part and parcel of the Catholic Reformation. And it was a papal project, after all. So European nations that had separated from the Catholic Church, Eastern Orthodox places such as Russia and Bulgaria, Lutheran strongholds such as the Scandinavian and Germanic countries did not immediately accept the reform. In Poland, in Portugal, and Spain, where Teresa lay dying, and of course in the Papal States, the change was made in October 1582. France, Belgium, and the Catholic parts of Switzerland soon followed. Protestant nations resisted but gradually capitulated to the inevitable over the course of the next couple of centuries. When Great Britain and its American colonies finally made the change in 1752, they needed to drop 11 days. Russia didn't join the club until the 20th century. This is why the so-called October Revolution of 1917 actually occurred, according to Gregorian dating, in November. As Western influence spread around the world in recent centuries, the Gregorian calendar also spread, so that today the calendar is virtually universal not only in Europe and the Americas, but also in Africa and Asia. One interlude was the French Revolution, which in its frenzy to eliminate all the trappings of religion and the Ancien Regime, did away with the Gregorian calendar as well, and installed a decimal-based calendar with 10-day weeks and renamed months. It wasn't very successful. It lasted about 12 years. Pope Gregory died in 1585, just three years after his calendar reform, but his name lives on in both the university and also the calendar that we all use today to number our days. The feast day for Teresa of Avila is October 15th. October 4th was already taken by Francis of Assisi. 
gloria patri et filio et spiritui sancto, sicut erit in principio et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. Thank you for listening to Catholic History Trek. You can reach us at catholichistorytrek at gmail.com.